Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. This is day 655 of our trek, and it's time for our fifth installment on a special series of stories that I will chronicle my recent accident and recovery as we trek Life's Lessons Learned the Hard Way. This accident is a major life event that will change life for me for several months to come. In fact, I would say that it will certainly impact me for the remainder of my life. It is my hope and prayer that as I share with you, that it will also positively impact your life as well. I have often said that we must accept and live life as it truly is, not what we wish it to be. We don't always know or understand what will become of the uphill climbs and treacherous downhill slopes that we do encounter on life's trek. The key is to learn from these events and allow them to effectively become part of our living legacy, which will positively impact our lives and the lives of those that we impact. So for the next couple of Wisdom Trek episodes, we will look at Life Lessons Learned the Hard Way, and today is Home Recovery. If you'd like to catch up on the four previous episodes of this series, please go to wisdom-trek.com forward slash day-645, day 647, day 650, and day 652. As I ended day 652, which was the story of my recovery in the hospital, it was the time that we were discharged from the hospital on Tuesday afternoon. The life lesson learned through my recovery at the hospital, that if I desire a complete and speedy recovery, that I need to follow the instructions and guidelines that I was given, something that I have not always done well in the past. I realized that this time it had to be different and committed myself to this lesson learned. I have to admit, although I am not a fearful person, this was new territory for me. With my hemoglobin levels lower than expected, and the two episodes where my pulse dropped to basically zero, there was a little bit of trepidation on going home. Overriding that concern was knowing that God is in control of every breath that we take, and I knew that if He brought me through the fall, surgery, and recovery, that He would see me through the recovery process at home. On the trip home, the pain of the injury was evident with every bump in the road and every slowdown in traffic. Paula did stop by Wendy's and we went through the drive-thru, and we each got a half-pound hamburger for dinner. The additional iron in the red meat is just what I needed, in addition to that grease that tastes so good. Since we were released earlier in the day than we expected, my brother Jack was not home from his work yet to assist me on getting inside. Paula and I were able to navigate the steps into the house and had decided not to attempt to go upstairs until Jack did arrive. I settled on my lazy boy chair and Paula and I consumed our dinner as we rested and waited. Once Jack and Anne arrived about an hour later, we decided that it would be best for Paula to go ahead and pick up the prescription and a few other items that I needed. As Jack and I talked, I realized that he was the only person who truly witnessed my fall from a third-person perspective, and he admitted that that night of the accident was a fitful one for him as he kept revisiting the images of the fall. I assured him that it was completely my responsibility and that I was so glad that he was there to assist. Once Paula returned from shopping, we decided it was time to head up to my second-story sanctuary where I would invest the majority of my time during recovery. The first time up, I used both crutches and Jack stood immediately behind me to assure that I did not fall backwards. We scaled the 18 steps without too much difficulty and then I used the walker to proceed to the front bird's-eyed maple bedroom which was designated for recovery. You have to understand that Paula and I had slept in a full-wave waterbed for over 30 years, which would have been much more comfortable to lay in, but it is too low to the ground and would be nearly impossible to get back out of. The higher bed with a fur mattress was much more suitable for recovery. I was settled in for the night and I quickly fell asleep. 
Paula insisted that she be with me any time that I had to get up during the night. Little did either of us realize that it would be every hour that I would need to get up to use the bathroom and make the 50-foot trek down the hallway. After the first night, I assured Paula that I would be fine making my hourly trek myself so that she could get some semblance of a good night's sleep. Even after being home for two weeks now, the nights are still rough. And while the days are getting much better, the lack of moving at night, swelling in my legs, wearing the very tight compression hose, and the fact that night is when most cell regeneration occurs may all be contributing factors to more discomfort at night. Friday morning, we were scheduled for a return trip to the lab to check to see if my hemoglobin levels were recovering. Jack came over once again to stand in front of me since this is the first time that I would be attempting to go down the stairs since returning home. We determined that going both up and down the stairs was much easier with one crutch and then using a handrail instead of two crutches. We were able to navigate the stairs and headed off to the hospital to give up a little bit more of my blood. It was still fairly painful to travel, so we headed back home immediately afterwards. We thought it would be best if I remained downstairs until we heard back from the doctor, just in case we needed to go in for a blood transfusion. I was resting in my lazy boy and fell into a deep sleep when my phone woke me up with a bit of a start. It was our family physician with the blood results. The threshold for a blood transfusion is when hemoglobin is less than 7.0. My results came in at 6.9. She had consulted the hospital doctor that had previously discussed my levels with me, and they both agreed that although it was lower than before, and actually below the threshold, that they did not want to just treat a number. They asked if I was okay waiting until the following Monday for one more test. Since I was not dizzy, lightheaded, and felt fairly good, we all agreed that it would be best. After a weekend of eating iron-rich food, taking iron supplements, and regaining some strength, Monday's blood test showed that my hemoglobin had increased to 8.2 and that my palate count was higher than it has ever been. This was a big relief as we did desire to allow my own body to regenerate itself if at all possible. Our next big events on the road to recovery were the follow-up visit to my surgeon on Wednesday and then our family doctor on the following Tuesday. Since we had not had a chance to talk to our surgeon at length, we had not seen our x-rays and did not know what the incisions looked like underneath the bandages, we had several questions that needed to be answered. We will save the remainder of my home recovery story for Thursday's trek, which will be our final chapter in the special saga covering my fall. My life lesson learned the hard way for today is to be patient and allow God time for healing. This brings to mind Psalm chapter 139 verse 14. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. And that's a wrap for today's Wisdom Unplugged. Join us on Thursday for one more Life Lesson Learn the Hard Way as I share some more recovery stories. And just as you enjoy these nuggets of wisdom, please encourage your friends and family to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to any of our past daily treks or read the Wisdom Journal, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. Thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, and to others generously lead with integrity and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to 
keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow for Wisdom Wednesday.